Hopefully you can hear me this week. All right, let's do this. Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I paused for a second there. I'm trying to see if this is uh, working this week. Try, I'm trying to live stream again this week. Didn't do it one week uh, because it wasn't working. Then last week I was like, you know what? I kind of like not doing this uh having to deal with the live stream. I like being live, but it was, I don't know. So much could go wrong. I, I don't, you know, I hate not knowing. Wait, is this working, not working? I think I might have fixed the problem. <clears throat> we'll see if some uh, people come in. I had to start a little late, only five minutes. Hopefully some people uh, come in here tell me if it's working. And if it turns out it's not working, then, uh, well, that is it with the fucking live stream then. Sorry. It is what it is. Okie dokes. So if you're listening to the Frankie D Show on YouTube right now, subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Ding the bell, click the subscribe button, give me the thumbs up, whatever you're supposed to do, do. If you're listening on, let's see, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Twitter? No, can't listen on Twitter. Sorry. What about Podbean? Did I say that? Nope. Wherever you're listening, any of the uh, audio-only platforms, make sure you keep listening to me on those. And, uh, yeah, subscribe if you can on those. Follow whatever you got to do on those. Keep listening to me. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at The Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. That's where you could uh, get Frankie D Show stuff on Twitter. Okie dokes. That is uh, that is it for the plugs there. <laughs> Sorry, I keep looking at some stuff. So I'm, try- I'm trying to figure out if uh, this is working for the live people. I almost was just going to um, do this pre-recorded again. Probably won't next week. Who the fuck knows, though? Maybe not. In the next few weeks, definitely, definitely will be schedule changes actually soon. So these will be uh, live coming to an end, I suppose. I'm probably going to rip down the episodes also uh, from YouTube people. If I do them live, you got to just listen live that second. If not, you'll just have to go to one of the audio-only platforms, find them on there. That should, dri- you know, I'm trying to do that to drive you all to those platforms, considering in the future, that's probably where a lot of, if not all of the episodes will just be on. Those Tuesdays when I just put them on uh, those platforms. Sorry for you YouTube people that like listening to me on the YouTube. It's audio only on YouTube anyway. I don't use a video on YouTube. Alright, let's talk about some stuff. Uh, I saw some Mormon chick before. Her and her boyfriend are going through a divorce or something. That chick was hot. Let's see. Mormon uh, wife divorce. Let's see if that works. I, I have no clue who this... Uh, this chick is... No, that didn't work. TikTok? 
I think she was from TikTok. Let's see. Ah, founder. Soft swinging Mormon TikToker introduces new lover after divorce. All right. So this chick's name is is it influencer Taylor Frankie Paul? That's her name. Damn. Her uh, middle name is the same as my first. All right, so I don't, you know, have a big uh, story on her. I mean, I just pulled a story up. Obviously, that's for a New York Post story, but I, I didn't. This isn't the story I saw before. I just saw her picture and I was like, "This chick is ridiculously hot." Has anyone realized Mormon chicks are usually really hot? I, I you know, I, I feel like that is not talked about enough. I mean, they might be nuts and crazy and everything. I, I don't doubt that. I have no clue what this divorce was for. Uh, another chick, I don't know if she's Mormon, but she's from uh, Utah, where all the Mormons are. Is that Sophia Franklin chick from the Call Her Daddy podcast? I was, she's not on Call Her Daddy anymore. The dumbass that went off Call Her Daddy. She's hot as fuck. This chick's hot, too. She, they're swinging. I think it's a thing, though, in Mormon culture, at least for the dudes, right? Don't they usually have, like, multiple wives or girlfriends or something? It's, it's kind of weird. you you got to wonder why any of the wives would just be, like, fine and dandy with that. I'm so curious. Now, social media's infamous swinging Mormon has a new boyfriend. And, no, it's not the mystery man who broke her open marriage. Influencer Taylor Frankie Paul, among a popular among a faction of the app-dubbed MomTop, uh, posted the now viral clip on TikTok last week, lip syncing along to Young Ma's beatbox freestyle, in which her new boo, Dakota Mortidson, don't don't think I'm saying that right, Mortidson, slides into the frame, stroking his beard suggestively towards the camera. The 28-year-old mom of two posted the video after a fan left the comment, "Where's the guy you cheated with on?" Or where's the guy you cheated with on one of Paul's previous videos? Wait, so they're saying she cheated. I thought her... Well, wait, they had an open... Uh, this. It just said she had an open marriage. Wait, so is that cheating? Is that the reason why her and her husband got divorced? Because she was cheating in an open marriage? I can't see those open marriages working out for anyone. They don't seem... Uh, I don't know. Like they'd be good. Even though then again, never mind. I take that back. Swinging in the Rockies if you're listening right now. Sorry about that. I guess they work for some people. I feel sooner or later there, there's got to be some sort of jealousy or something. I don't know. The 28-year-old mom. This chick is so freaking hot. The 28-year-old mom of two posted the video after a fan left the comment. Where's the guy you cheated with? I want to pause previous videos. That man who... I whose identity remains a secret, was nowhere to be seen. All fans know is that Paul broke the spouse-swapping agreement with her now-estranged husband, Tate, which allowed them to trade partners with their Utah friends, but never go all the way. All right, so I guess they were allowed to make out and stuff, but they weren't allowed to screw. And I guess she started banging this dude. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. It's like, you broke our agreement, you freaking hoe. It's like, dude, she, I mean, 
Yeah, she broke your agreement. She's already, like, making out with these dudes, though, if that's what you're saying. She's, you know, they're just not going all the way. Probably doing more than making out, and you have no problem with that. Uh, let's see. I will not be sharing this one. She joked about Mortensen in the clip that has over 4.9 million views. Let's see. Is there a way I could get in touch with this chick? To go on a date with her. Have her break the dude. I don't want to I don't want to share her. She's too hot. She could break up with the dude and just date me. I don't know. I don't I, I don't think it's uh but you know, I don't think it's uh gonna happen. But if there if there's a way, someone let me know. Let's see, uh I will not be sharing this one. She joked about Mortensen in the clip that is over 4.9 million views. So, yeah, she ain't sharing this, dude. How about you just break up with them? Paul and Tate shocked the internet when she told fans that the couple would be ending their marriage because of her overstepping the boundary. I feel if you're in an open marriage, though, and you just break the agreement, isn't that something you kind of talk out? I mean, it's already kind of a... You know, an, an interesting marriage you have anyway. I mean, you don't think you could work through anything? You don't think you could work through the cheating when you're already cheating? I don't know. Paul and Tate shocked the internet when she told fans that the couple would be ending their marriage because of her overstepping the boundary. The whole group was intimate with each other, Paul revealed, of their soft swinging lifestyle on a TikTok live stream. Tate has made out with uh, several girls and other things, and I've made out with all of the husbands and vice versa. Jeez. She went on. Uh, she went on to admit that uh, to actually going all the way with one person in the friend group, as outlined by Distractify, without approval from either spouse, which was supposedly against the rules. Yet after revealing her and the other secret, she felt free. I wonder if the other dude, I wonder if he got divorced from his wife or whatever, or if his wife found out and she doesn't care, or if now they're just having big marriage problems. I don't know. Maybe these Mormons got to just try monogamy. My, uh, you know, I don't know. Or, or just stay single. Don't get married. Don't be exclusive. You know, signing an agreement to uh, cheat on your spouse. But, you know, have some stipulations in there. Don't go all the way. Seems a little weird. Let's see, my entire life is falling apart. Uh, read, o- read text over a video in which the soon-to-be-divorcee is seen packing moving boxes, and I can't even speak on why without bringing them all down. I mean, she added to the footage. Let's see. In my 20s, getting divorced... Started therapy, living on my own for the first time ever along with two kids, she wrote, which attracted 11.6 million viewers. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I I don't know. I I just feel when you're doing one of those open marriages, someone's probably going to get hurt sooner or later. I, I don't know. I've never been in one, so I can't really say. Paul and Tate share custody of their young daughter, Indy, and son, Ocean. They got some of those Kardashian names. 
Soft swapping or soft swinging went viral on TikTok in June as Paul and others opened up uh, about the previously hush-hush lifestyle. Despite the church's notoriously strict traditions, Mormons have increasingly gone public with their taboo sexual sexual exploits, including one Mormon mom who revealed her successful career on OnlyFans uh, car earlier this week. Let's see. Can I see the uh, comments on this? Okay, I can. Let's see. She, this person said she is not a believer in Mormon principles. This is not how devout saints dress or behave. Same goes for her spouse and circle of swingers. No stake would put up with this. Huh. I mean, I don't know too much about the Mormon uh, religion. I've always heard that they do uh, cheat on each other. You know, the man at least has multiple wives. Maybe that's true. Let's see. The, um, who is the dude? It said Tate. Oh, Tate Paul. Okay. I never heard of him. I never heard of this chick either. She's just hot as hell. If anyone's ever, uh, if anyone wants to see what she looks like, go look her up. The name again is Taylor Frankie Paul. Let's see, I want to see some more of these comments. I wasn't even planning on going into this, but this chick is so ridiculously hot that I just wanted to read some of this article to see what their divorce is about. Let's see, Mormon was the M in the middle... Wait, Mormon, was the M in the middle a misprint? Oh, moron. That's funny. Let's see. Uh, What's the overslash... Under on how long this lasts. Three months. He better get himself tested too. Let's see. I want to see. Let's. Are you all that stupid? She is not a Mormon. Doesn't belong to LDS at all. Get your story straight, you fool. Well, I don't know. It seems like a lot of these people are saying she's not actually Mormon. Just using it as an excuse to uh, cheat on her husband, be you know still have a marriage, but still hook up with other dudes and have an excuse is that is that what she's uh, doing? Let's see, garbage people, every last one of them. Another person said that uh, the ex must not have been photogenic. Yeah, I mean, there's no picture of the ex boyfriend here. All right, I'm done with that article. Really wasn't expecting to go into that, but everyone listening right now. Check out Taylor Frankie Paul. Hot as hell. Never heard of her till today, but... Yeah, that's about it with that. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to go into uh, some of my other topics now. That wasn't even supposed to be a topic. Uh, so, I've talked about radio in past weeks. Some internet radio platforms. AMP, Amazon's platform. Terrestrial radio, satellite radio. It interests me. So I see uh, earlier this week that Pat McAfee, who's one of the biggest dudes, I I guess I would say on radio right now. I mean, I don't think anyone really knows him for radio. They would just say podcasting, whether they they listen to the podcast or the YouTube live stream. I think that was more how people consumed him. But he was so ridiculously popular uh, that he he, he had to be known for the radio to an extent. I mean talked about this before 
he was with Barstool, and then after Barstool went to Westwood One, which is a terrestrial radio syndication company. I feel that's where he really got popular on FM radio, but again, more through, I think, the podcast and the YouTube live stream. Now he's on, then he went on uh, Sirius, you know, Sirius XM. Still putting out, though, the show on YouTube and on, uh, you know, through the podcast. And now I hear that Sirius XM did not resign him, which is apparently pissed a lot of people off. I mean, I really can't blame Sirius. I mean, they, they at least had to work a different deal with it, with him. I don't understand how they were making that much money on him. He was still doing the YouTube, you know, the YouTube live stream. So that's going out for free. Still putting the podcast out. So that's free material. Now, they're probably, Sirius is probably getting that money. And then they would just say, you know, give him uh, a salary from that. I, I really don't know how it worked, honestly. In terms of subscribers, why would that many people want to subscribe unless they were just already listening on FM radio or AM, whatever the hell he was on. And they they were like, nah, I want a live like platform, a live audio platform. So I'll go subscribe. Who knows though? A lot of those people might have already had Sirius. I don't know. So I really don't see how they could have been making that much money on him. He probably wouldn't do an exclusive deal like Howard Stern did, where you will only be on Sirius XM, no, you know, not on the podcast platform, not on YouTube. People will have to subscribe to get you. Then they might have been able to get some subscribers from him. How much? Who the hell knows? But I can't see them have making that much money. They would have had us I and somehow reconfigured the deal. Now, might have been a you know a loss for them though. Cause like I was saying, he does have a very big fan base. I'm not into sports radio, but he does do a radio show like a radio show. He doesn't, you know, it's not just like a doofus talking. You know, you get a lot of people, a podcast, and like me, just talking. <laughs> not really doing it, you know. So, he, you know, he actually does it like a show. He's got a team with him and everything. People are interested in him. He does have a huge fan base. So they probably should have tried to keep him in some sort of way, and apparently they just didn't renegotiate at all. Which, you know, I find very, uh, I find pretty interesting because, again, he's pretty huge in this talk show marketplace. Did I use that word right? I don't know. He, he's pretty huge in the podcasting industry. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I'm curious where he's going to go. Apparently, he still wants to remain on an audio, a live platform. Whether he, uh, you know, is on AMP, Amazon's thing. I'm, I am curious if they're going to reach out to him. Amazon definitely has the money. It's a little different, though, than, you know, AMP, like, a, you know, than uh, radio. So whether he wants to do it, I don't know. It probably depends on the money they'd give him. I think he's so big that he should, ju- you know, make his own internet radio station. Whether he does it on Live 365, talked about that platform before. Or he does it on another one. I think he should just make his own platform. And if he does that now, Pat, you should hire me. I just gave you the fucking idea. But yeah, he, uh, 
I don't know. I he it doesn't really matter to him though, because he has the hundred twenty million. From what I remember, hundred twenty million dollar uh, sponsorship deal with FanDuel Sports. So they're gonna pay him no matter what platform he's on. So if he just which he's still on the YouTube live stream, he's still putting the podcasts out. FanDuel's still gonna pay him for those. So it doesn't, he doesn't necessarily have to be, but I think he wants to be because, you know, he wants the most exposure. People were listening on an audio-only live stream, you know, platform, which, you know, was serious. Or, and before that, the radio, just the regular radio. But I think he should just make his own station. Try something out. I don't know. I, could, I don't really know what other platform he would go to now. He already did the FM radio. I don't think he would go back just because of the FCC stuff. Not on Sirius anymore. So now, you know, you're, you got to go to uh, an internet platform. Well, you might, you know, like I, I mentioned out there, maybe that, but it, again, that's a little more like social media. It's not necessarily a just a listening platform like radio is. And then besides that, I mean, there's Spotify Live. I don't think that would really fit a show, but what do I know? Clubhouse, that platform's dying. Again, not really radio platforms. I heard year, years ago, there was a company called Goom Radio, and there was a company called Radio IO. It sounds like they were a little bit before their time. People didn't have unlimited uh, data, so they couldn't just live stream shit in their car because they would use all their data. So, you know, they were a little bit before their time, but I think if something like that came back, which is honestly kind of like that company, Live365, I had mentioned, something like that came back, that might be a good place for McAfee. He'd have to have his own station on there, but I don't know. I don't know where else he would go. Like I said, I was just reading, he apparently still wants to be on an audio-only live uh, platform. I just, I can't picture where his show would fit. But, again, if Amazon offered him a bunch of money to go on AMP, of course he would take it. Doesn't necessarily need to. He already has that sponsorship deal with uh, FanDuel. But he would take it. He's also in WWE. He's a commentator in WWE. So, he makes money from that. It's not like he needs to be on the actual radio, since he's making money so many other ways and he still has his show. I just find it crazy. I, it seems like, I don't know, Sirius kind of gets rid of actual radio people. And in a way, he's not an actual radio person. He, you know, he's a football player, but I don't know. I would say he doesn't like an actual show. He's got a team there. So I'll give him some credit for that. All right. I'm going to, uh, let's see. Okay, cool. Chat's working. People can hear me. I did not know if people would be able to hear me. The uh, live stream wasn't working the last couple weeks. I guess it's working now. Uh, TGY TV said he signed a multi-year contract with WWE. Probably had something to do with it. TGY TV also said go to the Attitude Network owned by Vince Russo. Is that an audio only? Are you saying that's where he should go? I mean, you know, he's on YouTube and everything and the podcast still. 
icing you on uh, something like radio stuff, just to those people that would listen in their car and stuff, just so they have a place to go to. But, yeah, I'm not sure. All right. I'm going to uh, go on to the uh, next subject there. I guess someone asked, not, d- this doesn't have to do with Pat McAfee at all, but somewhat related since this dude worked for, uh, this uh, Pat McAfee worked for this guy, uh, Dave Portnoy. He ended up selling Barstool Sports. Now, some people are pretty pissed about this from what I hear. They're not happy. Apparently, uh, Portnoy sold the company to Penn Entertainment. Not too familiar with them. Apparently, they're a gambling company. Now that they put the word entertainment after Penn, I, I guess, I don't know if that's supposed to go with Barstool, like they did that just because of Barstool. So, from what my understanding, uh, they owned a, I don't even know the percentage, they owned a certain percent of Barstool already. And Dave Portnoy ended up selling the uh, rest of it off. A lot of people are saying he, this is a bad decision. He's woke, you know, the company will go woke. I don't really know. I mean, I never really trust when a, another company owns your product, right? Like, well, you know, he, he runs a very successful company. Why wouldn't you want any of the company? I, I just don't get it. Like, For one, don't you make more money owning some of it? So, you know, again, I'm not very business savvy. I don't know, but I would think you'd make more money owning at least a piece of it. Another thing is, you know, they can make changes now, right? And he can't say anything about it if they own it. So some people are saying they might go woke. Portnoy saying no, even if Portnoy believes that, technically, doesn't he have no say now? I mean, you know, that that is one, you know, one good thing about Barstool Sports and Dave Portnoy. It was always kind of the non-woke company. And when he gets in trouble, he pretty much says screw off. You know, he doesn't apologize for that shit. And then... Now, you know, I don't know anything about this Penn Entertainment Company, but I just see other people are saying they're going to go woke now. Which would be terrible business since, you know, being very non-PC is what got that company popular. And it just seems like he would have no say if the company, you know, wanted to go in a woke direction. He would have no say now. Because he doesn't own any of it. I mean, maybe as some say, he's still probably like the top guy for people that don't own it. But, I, you know, I don't know. Let's see. I got a uh, a video on this here of him talking about it. Let's see what it uh, has to say. One second. Are you? But why are you really in the uh, 11 a.m.? Why are you in the uh, Starburst shirt? Oh, I just no. threw it on. Oh, all right. You're not going. No. Hold on. You should start talking about it in a second. Oh, no, no, I have, no, no. It's like. Oh, okay. Just shorts. I'm right. Nice. I just laundry. Maybe I just started sitting there. It's comfortable wear these. It's kind of like a she, she St. Bart's look. Oh, come on. Get to it. Hold on. I'm going to try to speed up to it. 
One second. Okay, it should be here. Um, a couple notes there. Obviously, Stu got into a little bit, but big news. Penn National is uh, paying 20, $325 million for uh, the final 50% and will own uh, Barstool outright by February yeah, I think it's Is $387 million that much for that company? I, I don't know. For some reason, I just thought it would... Well, I guess that's only for 50%. I, I don't know. I still thought it would be more than that, but again, what the hell do I know? It's actually 64%. They bought 36 the first time. Um, this is, uh, I got a lot of congratulations. This, to me, unless I was missing something, was very much old news packaged as new news. Like, I knew the dates from the second we did the deal. They always intended on buying it all. And this was the last day. But since Penn is a public company, this was the last day they had to de- let the world know basically it was happening because you have to because they're public. But uh, there's nothing new to this announcement for me. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, before. The the guy talking right now also, that that's uh, Dave Portnoy's co-host for this show. I guess his name's Eddie. Dave Portnoy's show with Eddie and co. Or it was, we, we signed this guy and then this was like the, the press conference where it made it official. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes. And I guess so, they could have theoretically not done it, but it was always told to me it was happening. Mm-hmm. There's a lot so of questions about what changes. Nothing. The, it, literally nothing. See, I think that's what they always say. No, nothing's going to change. It's, it's just going to make the company better. And then shit changes. It's not the product it originally was. Usually gets worse over time, gets less people, gets a little bit more money, but then all of a sudden, once they lose all their people, has no money. Uh, you know, again, now one thing I will say about Pornoy, from, and he could change. There's been people that have been edgier than him that, you know, more whatever word you want to use, not PC, not woke, than him that have changed he does seem to stick to his guns, uh, you know, so m- maybe he won't let it happen. From what I've heard in the past, he sold the company like twice and bought it back. I don't know if that's that will be an option in the future. I guess it could be, you know, if they started making too many changes. Would he take it out of loss? I don't know, though. I think in the past, he made money on it when he did that. So, I, I don't know, you know, it's hard to, to say if you can really trust you know, with what's going to change? Nothing. Nothing's going to change. It's like, well, something, why? Something that would have to change, right? Why else would they buy the co- the rest of the company? Or why, you know, why would you sell it? Right? You know, I, and there has to be some sort of change. What What's up with the, the, he's mentioned it so many times though, turning into entertainment. Obviously that's because of Barstool. Well, and the score. Yeah. I don't know what the score is. Penn, Penn, I think, is an old school company. Um, the logo was kind of so. I think um, that was it. At one point, I think there was thought about turning the name of the cut to Barstool, but with all the baggage we have, me, I guess personally, that was. Why, wait, what? Why did he change the name to Barstool? That's already a company. Yeah, yeah. Is he just saying like they would just merge, just be one company? But yeah. Well, Pornoy's bad, you know, he's saying with the baggage they have. Yeah, they are in trouble a lot. So it is weird, though, because, yeah, they come with baggage. But if you're buying the rest of them, that baggage is probably going to catch up with you either way, right? You try to, you know, if you're going to be in the media and people see that you bought Barstool, baggage is going to come.
was probably the right move not to do it. Mm-hmm. So legitimately, there hasn't been one thing where they're like, here's what we want to see in February when we take over 100%. No. Like, yeah. I didn't even, I, I didn't even have a call regarding this, this latest announcement. I mean, the changes that happened already were enacted. We focus on gambling, the guardrails that Paul ignored. Like, those all already happened. So, like, obviously, when. I didn't realize that the company was supposed to focus on gambling, and I didn't think that they focused on gambling right now. I thought they were originally supposed to be like a sports gambling company. Sports and sports gambling. And then through the years, they got more into entertainment, and that's kind of more of their focus now. I did not realize that the company's main focus is gambling. I know nothing about that. Everything I know about Barstool is all entertainment, podcast, YouTube, his freaking pizza videos. I did not know they were that heavily involved in the gambling space. So, I, you know, I find them <laughs> that interesting. When you choose college football show destinations, like you're going to gambling stage, Correct. when you choose, yes. Yeah, which we did last year. I mean, for bars. all intents and purposes, I already considered myself like a pen employee. Like now everybody who had the remaining stock. Does he like being a pen employee? I thought no one really wanted to be employed. I thought everyone wanted to be their own boss. I mean, I technically don't want to be my own boss. It's nice to get a paycheck from someone, but I thought, you know, he, he is such like the head honcho there. I just thought he liked being the boss. I did not take Dave Pornoy as being a person that wants to be an employee for someone. Is giving it over. So, like, the guy with the bald head who chooses gum loudly will, I believe, be a millionaire in a matter of months. Is that true, Paul? <laughs> That's what I've heard. I'm trying to figure. I, I still don't really understand. This is I, not, I, not I, I, I believe you would. If you're not, I am misunderstanding it. Um, and there'll be a lot of millionaires, relatively speaking. I believe. I sometimes misunderstand, but I'm pretty sure. Like, if, if I am drastically misunderstanding the situation if if the original equity holders aren't getting a pay and by the way this sometimes causes issues because people are like oh barcel has all this money not really like see i find that an interesting statement barcel has all this money not really now when spotify went or not went to when they acquired uh, call her daddy when they went to alex cooper she was doing call her daddy at barstool they went there they said, you want a $60 million deal with us? $20 million a year? Alex Cooper said, uh, Dave, they offered me a lot of money. I mean, she, you know, I like Barstool. I get it. You know, I'd stay here. Can, can you match that money? Apparently, Dave said, yeah, we can match the money. I, but there's going to be these stipulations. Because apparently it would be tight. However, if he could just, if he could match that money... With those stipulations, company's got money. What does he mean? No, we don't have that much. I mean, <laughs> between him, that podcast, other, you know, that this company's got money. What's he? What's he trying to say here? I, I don't really know his motive with this whole thing. I, and I don't mean that non-really. Like sometimes I do feel like there's confusion. I, I, we, however you want to look at it, sold Barcel Sports. That's what we're getting paid for. We're not getting salary. This That's separate. We are getting, I started a company. I sold half of it to Chernin. We sold the rest of it now to Penn. And 
basically 20 years. I'm getting a check for 20 years of work. That's essentially what it is. All right. Sure. But they, ha- they have say now, right? You're getting a check, but with that comes them being able to have say in the company, correct? Yeah. No, so you, Kevin, Keith, everyone is going to be getting paid to your knowledge in February. To my knowledge. Not all of it, because they can't just get up and go, just like me and Dan can't get up and go. Yeah. But I believe... They will be getting enough to 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 make a significant impact on their life. Yes. Does it change anything with uh, being able to bet on the Barstool sports book? Like, is there are we now technically pen employees instead of yeah? That is a that is a TBD. That is one thing that could potentially we may have to tinker with. But I I I'm not handling any of that. I'll see. I think more changes are coming than uh, he's letting on. I don't think it's going to be the exact same thing. Continue to bet with Penn as long as I'm told I can bet with Penn. Mm-hmm. Are these meetings just like fucking? I wasn't I mean, in any of these meetings. All right, because that's like, do you feel like you're over your, you're in over your head on those things? That's some big on time. What? Like, like I don't know when we're talking fucking all these big acquisitions and yeah, all these that's big where I and- think sometimes I get uh, like dismissed, like I'm some fucking fool. All right, we don't need to go through this whole thing. I went through enough there. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys have any thoughts on that? Put in in the chat. Do you think uh, Portnoy should have sold the remainder of his company? I'm having a hard time understanding why he would sell it. I, I just don't really understand it. But I don't know. Maybe someone uh, you know could explain it better. Let me know. I, I personally can't see if a company's that big and successful why you would want to sell. You know, sell it. But that's just me. Okie dokes. Just put that in the chat there if you want to. I'm going to uh, go on to my last topic here. And of course, it is about... (laughs) It's a Jake Paul topic again. It's about the Jake Paul... The next Jake Paul boxing match. Jake Paul will be boxing the UFC fighter. Is Is he a current UFC fighter? Current or ex, I don't know, UFC fighter, Anderson Silva. So I, I'm sure this is going to piss a lot of people off because they're like, when is he going to box a boxer? Ah! And I don't know the answer to that. I mean, there were two opportunities there with Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury pulled out. There's an opportunity with Haseem Rockman Jr. Dude wasn't going to cut weight, pulled out. And now there's um, Anderson Silva, who, even though he was a UFC fighter, apparently was a professional boxer, too. Apparently he was decent at boxing. I don't know how many fights he had. I don't know who his opponents were. I just heard he did some professional boxing. So, you know, I know a lot of people are going to be like, they just want to see him against a real boxer, someone his age, his size... Someone that they know could just kick the shit out of Jake is what they want. And like I have, you know, I've always said, uh, Jake's just working, I I feel he's working his way to make the most money to get to that person and have enough fights in between so when he gets to him, he doesn't just get his shit rocked. Um, 
But, yeah, I mean, Anderson Silva, he's 47 from what I saw. Jake Paul's 25. I think they're both around the same weight. I think Jake's around 190. I think it said Anderson Silva was 185. Around the same weight. Uh, You know, so... I saw Dana White said this will actually be a real, like, fight. Like, you know, apparently, the you know, the Ben Askren one, even though he was a UFC fighter, people were like... You know, it's funny. People were like, oh, that shouldn't have even been a fight. Of course he was going to get his ass kicked. I remember when that fight was happening, when that boxing match was happening, and so many people were saying that Ben Askren was going to kick Jake Paul's ass. Now, after the fact, once he got knocked out in those three seconds, people are making it sound like that was such an easy call. I still remember so many people saying that Ben Askren, they were like, oh, fine, he's going against a real fighter. He's going to get his ass kicked. And then he goes against, and it's like, well, he's not a real boxer. It's like, yeah, now you change your mind. Um, But anyway... Whatever. People caught up. They realize now Ben Askren was uh, definitely going to lose. Then there was uh, Tyron Woodley twice. And now Anderson Silva. And apparently Tyron Woodley, I guess guess Dana White did not think was a a real opponent for him. (laughs) Which is kind of funny. Weren't people saying that, like, if there was going to be a UFC fighter that could beat Jake Paul in a boxing match, Tyron Woodley should should be able to do the job. I wonder what Tyron Woodley thought when he saw that comment of Dana White saying, "Oh, Anderson Silva, yeah, this is you know this is one that could be an actual fight." Let's see. I got an article on this here. Dana White on Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. That's a real fight. I really do want to see what a Dana White has to say. The UFC, the UFC is obviously big business with nearly weekly events and massive pay-per-views month after month. But no matter how large the company gets, UFC president Dana White is constantly asked questions about a guy who has never even stepped into the octagon before, Jake Paul. At the post-fight media scrum following last night's Contender Series event, White was asked about Paul's proposed boxing match with former UFC middleweight champion Anderson Silva, which is reportedly scheduled for late October. He is usually pretty hard on Paul, but in the case of a fight against his former middleweight legend, he actually seemed somewhat impressed. I don't give a shit, but if he's really fighting Anderson Silva... If he's really fighting Anderson Silva, if that's true, it's about time. He's got a real fight on his hands there. Regardless of how old Anderson Silva is, that's a real fight. So now we got Dana White actually sounding impressed to Jake Paul. Again, just like I said with the Haseem Rockman Jr. one. Like I said with Tommy Fury. I think people were actually scared Tommy Fury was going to lose. Even though apparently he's like undefeated, people were kind of preparing for Jake to win. They were like, no, but Tommy Fury sucks. It's like, but yeah, but isn't he's a real boxer, though. That's what you wanted. He's not just going to go against, that, that uh, you know, a great boxer. That, But, um, yeah, I don't know. Let, let, let's see what else this has to say. Later in the media scrum through... 
though, his real thoughts about Paul came to the surface again. Stop asking me about Jake Paul, you guys. White said, I don't give a shit what Jake Paul does. I know you love this shit, but come on. This guy has nothing to do with my business. He doesn't fight for me. He doesn't even fight for in the same fucking sport as me. I don't want to talk about him anymore. I don't care. But yeah, I mean, he fights your retired guys. Let's see. Paul Versova, if that's real, is rumored to be going down October 29th. No possible location has been named as of yet. Yeah, I mean, the fact that uh, Dana White's giving him some respect, it, it is interesting. I mean, he, he's saying he doesn't care, but he's saying this this could be a real fight. Now, if Jake Paul happens to win or get a knockout, people are still just going to say, uh, you know, fight a real boxer. I don't know, like I was saying, though, with the uh, Seam Rockman Jr. one and Tommy Fury, he, I don't think he's going to go into a, a match that he knows he's going to get decimated in. Even if Anderson beats him, I don't think it's he's going to get decimated in it. He takes fights that he knows he has a chance. Or he, him and his team thinks he has a chance of winning. I mean, in his head, if he's actually as cocky as he seems, he probably doesn't think there's a chance that he's going to lose. But I don't know. That could be a good and bad thing, I guess. Being confident, but being overconfident is never great. Okie dokes. If anyone has any thoughts on that, uh, put it in the chat there. I'm going to be finishing up the show now. Heading off. So, anyone, for the people listening on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Ding the bell. Click the subscribe button. No, you're supposed to smash that subscribe button. My bad. And uh, give me a thumbs up. Whatever you're supposed to do on YouTube, do it. If you're listening on the audio-only platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Podme, wherever the hell you're listening, keep listening. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Alrighty, sound good, people? I am out of here. No one else had anything to say in the chat. Uh, should be live next week, Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern. If I'm not, there should definitely be a pre-recorded episode that will be released on the Tuesday nights. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs>